Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Providence Brewing Company, Rhode Island Blood Center, Graysale Brewing, Providence Ballet Theater, New Bedford Festival Theater, Jane Adams Resource Corporation, Festival Ballet, Trinity Brewhouse, CIC Providence, and R1 Indoor Karting. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have Taylor Perlstein from the cast of the new musical Six. Six is a new take on the Six Wives of King Henry VIII. Besides being a member of the cast, Taylor is also a singer-songwriter. Perlstein and the cast of Six will be at the Providence Performing Arts Center now until April 23rd.
So, you're in the cast of six. Yes, I am. And what role do you play? I'm an alternate, which means that I cover three of the six queens. So I cover Anne Boleyn, Catherine Howard, Catherine Parr. Two of those, one of them got their head cut off, right? Actually, two of them did, um, Anne Boleyn and Catherine Howard. Oh, all right, yeah, Catherine Howard was the young one who was didn't last long and was too young to get married. Yeah, she was, but he married her anyway. Yeah. Are you up on your Tudor history? You know, I would say more than the average person, so... Did you watch the Tudors on Showtime? I watched some of it, yes. I'm trying to remember where I got through. I believe I stopped watching when he was when Anne Boleyn was still alive, though, so I didn't get too far. Oh, you missed about seven seasons. <laughs> yeah, yes. It was something I started watching before tour, and uh, then things get really busy really quick, so I never had the chance to continue watching it. Why don't you run through the, uh, the story for me? Of, of six and how it is different from the actual Tudor history. It's very similar. Um, I would say that it's relatively historically accurate, and certainly everything is based on on the true history of the Tudor queens, with a few liberties throughout the show. But really, what makes six special in comparison to what we know as Tudor history is it's a reclamation of these women's stories. What we've known throughout history and what we've been taught is really most of history is through a a male perspective especially with these queens throughout history they've often been minimized to the nursery rhyme right divorce beheaded died divorce beheaded survived and in our show we take that and we turn it on its head and we give these women the opportunity to tell their own story in their own way and show a new side to these queens than people may have grown up learning about so it's really fun and i mean to see how to see how it's turned on its head people would have to have to come see the show so have you ever visited the tower of london i have not actually i've never i personally never been to london it's it's interesting it, you can kind of feel the spirits when you're walking there of the of the beheaded because quite a few people were beheaded the tower of london and you yes you actually get to see where anne boleyn was kept before she was beheaded and you can see the chopping block and the accoutrements to the execution and such. Wow. It's it's a very bizarre kind of tourist attraction, having those relics at your disposal and seeing the gate where she was brought in from the Thames River and such. It, it's, you know, it's a very disturbing part of history that it's part of U.S. history by default because England was parent of the United States to begin with, so... Yeah, it's something I very much have wanted to go and see. I hear it. It's really remarkable. Tell me about the music that's in uh, Six. What What is the style of the music? It's based in a, a lot of contemporary pop styles. Very, very different for each queen. We have some Latin house music influence. Anne Boleyn is more of a rock pop inspiration. Jane Seymour takes from kind of the heartfelt ballad like Adele. Anna of Cleves is much more like hip-hop and a bit of rap. Catherine Howard takes after very pop, like pop, like girl pop, like Britney Spears and Ariana Grande. And Catherine Howard is more, or sorry, Catherine Parr, rather, is more armed. And so we get very different genres from each of the queens, but all of them are in the realm of contemporary pop music. And they tell their own stories through these songs? They do, yes. And what are the costumes like? They're really dazzling. The costumes, I think, are one of the most stunning parts of the show, especially because at the top of the show, there's a big reveal um, within the first few moments of the show where the lights hit and the music hits and and you see the queens and their power poses that you see on the poster. And it's really striking. The costumes are, they look like armor, 
it looks like each of these queens is heading into battle and they're beautiful. Each queen has their own color that we come to identify them with throughout the show. A few of them are historical nods, like Kath, uh, like Anne Boleyn is in green, of course, to allude to her green sleeves. But yeah, the costumes are, I would say, one of the one of the most special parts of the show, honestly. They're, it's almost a character in itself. Where did this story originate from? I'm wondering how uh, the UK has responded to this kind of show. Do you know anything about that? It, massive hit. An absolutely massive hit in the UK. The creators, Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss, I, I think they were even blown away by just how spectacularly the, the story was received. And it's still uh, in the West End, and now there are international productions all over the world. Australia, Korea just opened um, a production recently, and we're going to see more more productions all over the world. I think there's something about the empowerment um, of these women and these stories that really touches everybody, not just women. Um, but I think anyone who sees this story on the stage is is moved is moved to find their own their own personal power and it's just a really fun time it's it's quick it's only 80 minutes it launches right out of the gate so it doesn't stop for a moment you don't get to put it down for a second it's just an absolute blast to watch um and be a part of so it's it's been a hit absolutely everywhere do you know anything about the people who uh, composed this musical are they from the u.s or are they from abroad they're from the uk oh are um, they okay from the UK. yeah and they wrote this show as i I believe they were getting they were in a master's program and they wrote this show as a part of their school experience and it was picked up by uh, after they I believe went to the Edinburgh Musical Festival it was picked up by a local venue in in the UK and I believe in London and from there it just grew in popularity and then it went to the West End and it went to Broadway and now they they're Grammy nominated writers so I know for them it's been a whirlwind and they're absolutely incredibly talented and kind people we had the pleasure of getting to meet them a few months ago they came to visit our production and it was really special to get to speak with them about about their work and their experience so you're gonna be squeezing about 50 years of of british history into 80 minutes what kind of things happen i mean do the beheadings happen do the divorces happen does the split with the church happen i mean what what is covered in the history during the show all of those things are covered in the show how it's done is is really brilliant the concept of the show is these six queens are competing with one another for who had it the worst and they they compete by performing each of their respective songs and telling us their stories and we get to witness this competition happening on stage in real time while the queens are interacting with the audience and interacting with one another we never leave the stage for a moment except for uh, to grab a few props once or twice but it covers all that ground in a really concise and masterful way where you get all the history it's very history packed and not a lot is left out you're an alternate and Mm -hmm. you cover three of the queens do you have any chances to perform as these queens or it just pops up randomly it's it's both we have we have the honor of getting to do the show uh or we we do get some notice sometimes if the queens have vacations or personal days um and we know somebody will be out our stage manager will give us a heads up but most of the time it is just spur of the moment we've found out as soon as you know like 30 minutes to to the show starting but some, often we we get about i would say two hours notice if not a little bit more so do you anticipate yourself getting to perform one of these lead roles the, during the next two weeks or are you just going to be strictly in the cast 
for this show at, at PPAC? Yeah, so I do have some scheduled performances. I have, I'm scheduled to perform tomorrow in Providence, actually. Okay. And in the following two weeks, I'll have some scheduled performances as well that I don't believe I can share um, quite yet which queen I'm covering. I, they, they give us a time frame at which we can share that information but i will be performing in buffalo as well now when you're not performing as a queen are you in the cast yeah so the we're at the theater but we are not on stage unless we are covering one of our queens the show itself is just the six queens and then there are also the, the band is on stage so we have the drummer the bassist the guitarist and our keyboardist who is our music director they are also on stage with us but besides those 10 people there is nobody else on stage oh there's no henry no 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 henry <laughs> oh so it's it the whole cast is six characters basically yep oh okay that's interesting. Yeah. Usually they have large casts and I mean this is kind of a stripped down show for something like this. Yeah, it is relatively simple. Um it works really really well though. I think people find that they don't I know I personally don't want anyone else in the show. The Six Queens is really powerful and it's done really well. What is your own personal history of your musical career? Yeah, I um I grew up loving music. I started I started learning guitar and singing in elementary school in third grade and that's where I began was more in a songwriting and musician realm and when I reached high school I joined the drama club and I really fell in love with musical theater and so I went to college at the University of Arizona and got my Bachelor of Fine Arts in musical theater and then I moved to New York in 2017 and I've been there ever since working and, and New York has allowed me to do to balance both career as an actor and as a music artist as well and a songwriter i play shows around new york i audition and do do theater productions as they come up and i also um, am a composer in the musical theater world so i i write musicals and all that as well you're a singer songwriter outside of your broadway stuff yes i am and what what is your music like it's um indie folk pop rock kind of all those things together but i would say it's it's indie music i often like to call it indie folk wailing um because it's it's rather emotional and i really like to bring strong storytelling to my music through the lyrics and yeah i would say it it borders on uh, a lot of it can be uplifting through digging deeper into the soul and the heart sometimes i call it dancing with tears in your eyes music mm. <laughs> kind of uplifting through through the sorrow now where do you usually play when you're playing around new york have you played uh have you played pete's candy store oh yeah i love pete's candy store i actually played there frequently it's really? one of my favorite venues to play because it's so intimate and i always have such an amazing time there that's a i i've only played there once but it was very weird i could i feel like i could touch both walls at the same time you probably can <laughs> <laughs> it's quite small it's yeah, it is. It is a very small. It's a very bizarre little venue. Um, oh, it is. It is. It's been I, so sweet though. It's it's really quite perfect for what I do. Um, so I really love it there. Yeah, I've seen it in movies a few times too. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Where else do you ever tour around New England? Um, no, actually, I've never done a tour 
with my own music, um, which is something I would like to do perhaps um, on the other side of sick. Yeah, I would love to go and play outside of New York City. Now, do you have any uh, CDs or releases? I do, yes. So I, my music is on streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, and other places. Uh, um, about it's just your, your website? Yeah, my website is tayperlstein.com, uh, and that should take you to all all of my music. Um, and I do have some things on SoundCloud as well as I continue writing. And I'm working on a on the road. It's, it, I'm very focused on the show, but in my free time, I do like to um, write. I have my guitar with me and i'm working on an ep right now um, i'm cur- it's currently being mixed so we're in that process and hopefully that'll be released uh this summer so you're in providence now yes have you had a chance to get out into providence not really because i actually caught a cold right as we got here <laughs> so i've been resting at home uh but today i am going to go out i'm going to go to the beach and explore a little bit do you know which beach you're heading off to um i think oakland Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounded cute. Um, so I'm going to head on over there. I think there's a, if you like clam chowder, I think Iggy's might be open. Yes. Okay, I saw that, and I saw the little boardwalk. Yeah, I'm going to go check that out. All right, well, great. Well, thank you very much. I hope your cold gets better. I hope you get to get to play more leads in this show and other shows in your future. Thank you so much. I appreciate chatting with you. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, have a great one. Thanks to Taylor Perlstein for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Six will be at the Providence Performing Arts Center now until April 23rd. For more, 
don't lose your head, just get to ppacri.org. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by Providence Brewing Company, Rhode Island Blood Center, Graysale Brewing, Providence Ballet Theater, New Bedford Festival Theater, Jane Adams Resource Corporation, Festival Ballet, Trinity Brewhouse, CIC Providence, and R1 Indoor Karting. Thanks for listening. Thank you.